Comedy LOL Podcast Network. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Terrible Podcast. I am going to do an offshoot of our normal podcast. I'm calling this one Ask Ashley. It's going to be um, readings I do once a week with friends and family. So I have my best friend here, Amelia. Say hi. Hi, everyone. Um, Amelia is one of my best friends. I sit right next to her at my job, and she was so nice to come on over today and do this first podcast here with me. Um, Amelia, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I work with Ashley, and we have become very good friends. I'm so thankful for her friendship, and I'm excited to be here. Um, it's, I'm not very familiar with podcasts in general. Um, I don't listen to a lot of them, so um, I'm excited to see what this experience is about. And uh, in regards to tarot, Ashley's introduced me to it recently. Uh, we've had a lot of fun pulling a card of the day and um, and just for everyone that doesn't know, I normally pull a card of the day in the morning just to kind of give me a little bit of thought um, or reflection on what I should be focusing on or thinking about that day. And so after I do mine, I normally pull one for Amelia as well. Yes, and it's become kind of this like fun thing to look forward to every day. Not every day does it feel like, oh my gosh, that's awesome news, but, um, you know, sometimes it's very just uh, general for the day, like how you can expect your day to go. That's how it's kind of worked for me. Um, I heard Ashley's last podcast, and you were talking about finding patterns. Yes, exactly, and just trying to be able to draw on those patterns. I mean, that's all life is, right, is a series of patterns. Um, So, Amelia, before I introduced you to the tarot, had you ever gotten a tarot card reading before? Um, I had never, and to add to that, I was actually a little bit afraid. <laughs> I, like, mentioned right at first, like, I don't know if I want to do that. Like, that's kind of like... What, what would make you feel afraid? Um, I don't know. I, you know, after we talked about it, you know, I realized exactly what it was that made me feel afraid was that the media kind of portrayed always, like, tarot and Ouija together, like the Ouija board. To me, like, I, uh-huh, I, I would uh-huh. think of them in the same category, almost, um, but I kind of look at tarot differently now that you've introduced me to it more as a way of interpretation. And I think that because you and I are friends, it's really cool to like experience those like, interpretations you have. Right. And I just want to also make sure I'm always pointing out that like, obviously, depending on whoever's doing your tarot card reading, even if you're doing your reading yourself, you're interpreting it and there is no right interpretation. So whenever I pull a card for Amelia, I'm just interpreting what I see and how, you know, from my own perspective. Um, and she can then take it from her perspective and interpret it how she wants. So there is no right or wrong here. Um, now, Amelia, I'm doing a little bit more of an in-depth reading for you today. And I have what looks like a cross set out before me, but what do you want my reading to focus on? I would like for this reading to focus on relationships. And I often find that that's a lot of times what people want their readings to focus on is relationships or whether or not they're going to find love or if the person that they're with is the right person, whatever that means. Um, So just to describe the setup I have here, Amelia pulled five cards. I have um, a center card and then I have two cards located on the uh, left and right side, one on each side, and then one card located 
on the top and one card located on the bottom to make like a little cross. So we'll go through what each of those cards means um, and their location in this little mini cross I have here. And we'll go through their meaning. Now, Amelia, um, what is your current relationship situation? I am currently single. I'm happily single, I'd say. Um, I just wanted, you know, I just always think that's the question I always have is like, what kind of relationship will I be in next or who will it be with? Like, you know, just kind of thinking about what that person will be like. So I think that if you're, if you are single, it's always that question. And then if you're in a relationship, it's the opposite question of like, is this the right person? Exactly. Yes. And I've been in that place too. So I recognize that. And I kind of just look, I like, I don't really have any other questions other than, Hey, what's going to happen in this facet of my life? All right, so let's go and dive right in here to the reading. Um, Amelia, I'm going to ask you kind of what your thoughts are on each of these cards, and then I'm just going to kind of go based on what my thoughts are and my interpretation of it. So the center card, the very center of the cross, where you have the four cards kind of surrounding it, that was the first card that she pulled. And um, this reading is going to focus, like I said, on relationships. And this card is going to talk about your readiness for a relationship. So the card that Amelia pulled is the Ten of Wands. So Amelia, if you take a look at this card, what does it make you think of? Like if you had to just look at it and give me your initial thoughts, what are your thoughts? You know, I would just say that I feel that way. <laughs> like the way, you know, he's carrying a lot of um, staves or uh, sticks or whatever. Um, he's walking. He looks kind of tired even. Exactly. So um, if I'm looking at the card, it is a figure. We're going to interpret it as male, but it, I mean, we all kind of have masculine and feminine qualities. And he's carrying these 10 wands or these 10 staves and he's holding them in two arms. His head is down. He kind of looks burdened by it, right? He doesn't necessarily look like it's an easy task carrying these. He doesn't look like, it's like, ah, no big deal. Um, so if I'm interpreting this to say like, are you ready for a relationship? I'm going to first look at what he's doing. You're right. He is carrying a lot of things. I know you, so I know kind of what your background situation is and what your life situation is. And I know you have a lot of responsibilities and I know you had a, have a lot of burdens and I know that you have a lot going on in your life. So I think this is perfect in, in indicating kind of what you have going on. There are a lot of things going on. And I would reference to the fact that he's not looking ahead. So he's not even looking around him. It's kind of like, put your head down and do your job and do everything else that you have going on. Like take care of your family, go to work, and then not really focus on everything else. Um, but by doing that, right, you're going towards a particular goal. He's trying to walk towards this. It looks like a village in the background, but is he going there to drop it off? We don't know. He might even trip along the way because he's so focused on carrying everything. Um, so I'm taking this as just being overcommitted. And I think everyone's overcommitted and you can't have a conversation of like, you're more committed than I am. You have more jobs than I do, or you have more burdens than I do, but I know that you have a lot going on. Um, but that being said, I think that you can, you know, focus on that and say like, I know I'm like that and I'm willing to add one more thing here, right? Because I am potentially open to a relationship like I said, he could be going to this city and dropping them off and then you've got nothing going on, right? And you have that freedom and that availability. Um, so kind of freeing yourself and unburdening yourself. I do also want to draw attention to the number on the card. So Amelia, do you see the number on the card at the top? It's a 10. Um, and 
Obviously, any of the listeners wouldn't know that what her card of the day yesterday was, but I do because I pulled it. Um, it was the Wheel of Fortune, which yes. was also the 10. Um, so if I'm saying about the 10 of the Wheel of Fortune, the 10 is presenting itself again here. Actually, that's a number that you see consistently in your readings. Um, I'm going to say that it's uh, you're comfortable being alone. And there's a comfort there in that number 10 because you've got that singularity of the one. So you are totally comfortable being alone. And I honestly think that's what sets somebody up to be in a relationship. If you're not comfortable being alone, then you're always looking for someone else and it's you're looking for anybody else as opposed to like, I'm totally comfortable and calm and confident in myself. And so you are, you have that 10, you have that one comfortable, comfortable of being alone, but you also have that zero quality, which is like, you are really, really great at being very inclusive of others. So people feel very calm and um, like included around you. You do a great job of making sure everyone feels like they're part of the group. Honestly, I could really learn from you in that. Thank you. um, And I love what you said, like, because like right when you said that, I was like, yeah, and he's walking towards this like beautiful mansion that he bought by himself (laughs) because he's so successful. (laughs) And and you're interpreting it as a him, but that could be you. No, I, I, whenever I, I just like don't even really focus on gender, like usually in like these kind of cards too, because really I just like place myself as, that's why I said that could be be me like that feels like me like Mm -hmm. carrying a lot of things all right so um if I were to go off of this I would say when is your birthday September 11th oh never forget um okay so uh if I were to go off of this I would say based on the number 10 the wheel of fortune you got yesterday I would focus on the sign Capricorn which normally falls in like the January um, part of the calendar year. I don't know if you have dated someone. We're going to get there uh, if they are a Capricorn. Um, but that's what I would interpret as this number one card, Are You Ready? Um, which is another great salt and pepper song. Um, let's focus on our <laughs> second card here, which is going to be the card directly located horizontally on the same line as that first card, but it's located to the right. And it's a major arcana card. It's the 20 and it's Judgment. Um, so Amelia, take a look at this one and tell me what your thoughts are here. Um, you know, I don't like just looking at it very quickly like, for anybody. If you see it, it's like an angel playing a flute at some people and they're praising him. Mm, maybe I'm looking. I don't I really don't know. I think this one's kind of hard because you're right. It's like, what am I looking at here? There's a whole bunch of things going on. Um, all right. So let's first talk about the number, right? So we've already talked about the 10 of wands, which is your, your, are you ready card? And you had your 10 yesterday, which is a wheel of fortune. Um, those, the, the wheel of fortune card is kind of leaving things up to chance. Right. And that's what I told you yesterday. Like things can go really, really well. And it does seem like things are going to be going really well for you. The 20, which is another zero card, right? Cause it's two zero Mm -hmm. is going to be more about you making decisions and um, that implementing a specific plan as opposed to just leaving it up to chance. So Mm. this card actually, which I think is so fun, is your lover's characteristics. First off, let me just say I hate the word lover. (laughs) Um, But it's the characteristics of the person that you're going to be in your next relationship with. Okay. So um, whereas you are very okay kind of being solitary and alone this person looks for that companionship kind of think of like a there's a power of two strength in a 
a duo type of thing. Um, some people could s- interpret that as needy. I personally don't believe in there <laughs> is a word called needy, <laughs> maybe because that's my personality. Um, but it's like they're always going to want to be around someone. That being said, they might not be the most comfortable with themselves. So then they're going to be looking to you for that kind of reassurance. Like you're good. You're good. We're good here. Um, and so let's interpret the card and what does it look like here? She's right. It does look like there's an angel playing like a horn and there's people like saluting said angel in this. Um, it kind of looks like Rocky water. It's the judgment card. Um, I have that. I, when I looked at this and I was interpreting this for your characteristics of the person for both yourself and the person you're going to be with as like a readiness and a willingness to be in a relationship. So this is not somebody that's going to play that game of like, I just don't want to be with somebody. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Also like, it's like, we're too old for that. Yes. Um, so it also is going to be, this person's a really great judge of character, but duh, of course they are because they're going to be with you. Um, I'm going to say that this is also you unburdening all of yourself and then being able to be open to experiencing interacting with this person um so that means being more assertive kind of going outside of your comfort zone um this card normally shows up around endings or new beginnings um so if you think about like the ending of the phase of your life right now where you're kind of dealing with any of the the guys that you are talking to Mm -hmm. or a phase of your life where you're like I am letting all of that go moving on from that past experience um I said, you've manifested these choices in this relationship um, and or in pursuing a new relationship. So that's what you need to look for. That being said, a lot of the cards kind of show up in a way that hints that the person that you could be with is somebody you've already had a relationship with or you have some kind of relationship with, not necessarily a romantic relationship. So maybe it was something where you know this person and you never thought of them that way, um, but now all of a sudden you should be thinking of them that way as opposed to just kind of being like, not my type. Um, Well, I don't know about that because you know about that carpet guy that my aunt's going (laughs) to introduce me to. So, And, you know, look, I said someone falling in love with your leadership qualities – and, um, and I said that this is going to be, you're going to find this person when you're going and pursuing what you should be doing in your life. Not saying that what you're doing right now is not what you should be doing, but kind of, I think sometimes you have to dedicate time to a particular path and let it kind of, and kind of walk that path a little bit before you realize like this is for me or this isn't. Um, but when you're doing what you're supposed to do, that's when you're going to find this person. Um, and they're going to be right there and they're going to appreciate that you're doing what you love and what you're passionate about. Um, and I said that there's infinite possibilities in the, of a relationship because you're kind of going outside of the norm of what you normally do, but I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself here. All right. So now let's look at our third card, um, which is going to be directly to the left of our first card, the, are you ready card, which was the 10 of wands. And this card is the six of swords. So Amelia, take a look at this and tell me what your thoughts are. You know, it's very weird because um, I've always looked like I've always been connected to three as uh-huh. well in my life. So the number three. And um, it reminds me of like me and my daughters. And like it's like a bow and like there's like wands there. I'm not really sure what those could symbolize. Maybe like things we've gone through or something. And then I see like calm water. It's like they're just like going along like forward. But none of them are like looking. They're just kind of like looking down. I'm so happy that you brought up the water. Um, So if I'm looking at the card, it's the six of swords. So you've got these six swords kind of standing 
um, vertically in this boat. You've got two figures or three figures in the boat. Um, two are seated and one is kind of steering the boat towards the shore. On one side of the boat, you do have this rough water. And on the other side of the boat, you do have calm water. So in this particular relationship reading, this is going to be your how will you meet? How will you have met if you've already met this person? Um, so it can kind of be confusing looking at it like, what is that? I'm going to meet him on a boat. Yeah, like <laughs> how I was interpreting that, it was much different. So, But if it's in that place, I can see kind of where that's lining up. All right. So if I'm looking at this and I'm saying that the, this card, the positioning of this card is going to be, how will you meet this person? It won't be on a boat. Or I guess maybe it could be on a boat, right? Um, it's going to be moving away from what you've always done. So however you normally would go out to meet people, it's going to be the exact opposite. And no judgment on this, but like maybe it's going and doing online dating, but not just like, I mean, like an app, not like a Tinder or anything like that, but maybe more of the, where you have to like make a profile, like a legitimate profile. And that's how you're going to meet that person. Um, and then there's, or it could be a long distance relationship. I don't really know how you find those maybe with traveling um, and meeting someone when you go and travel and then setting it up that way. But it's a definite movement away from the way that you've met people before. And that's going to set you up for success. So basically the overall, I'm, I'm obviously getting ahead of myself here, consensus for all of the cards is like this person is not going to be the type of person you've dated in the past. So it's going to be very different. And if you look at your relationships in the past, you never want to say anything was like wrong, right? But you also, you'd say like it ended, it probably ended for a reason and I want to set myself up for success, whatever that means. Exactly. In my next relationship. And so that's kind of deterring away from what you've done in the past, moving towards something new. So I have down here, you know, changing locations, going somewhere new, going to a, you know, a different bar or a different restaurant or I don't, I, you know, a square dancing class or something like um, that. I wish someone find um, one. And so um, I said it's finding a solution, which is like a new solution. It's very, it's a, oh, not like a, I've always done this and this is what's always worked. Um, it's like a, well, let's think outside of this and think about the people I want to meet and how would I meet those people I want to meet um, as opposed to just like, I'll just find any person that will talk to me at a bar because <laughs> right. um, chances are it's not going to be somebody that you really want. Or it um, could end in murder. Right. <laughs> Here's hoping. <laughs> <Just> um, kidding. <laughs> so, all right, if I'm looking here, I also wrote down going based off of the judgment card, it could be the, the somebody that you already know, but they've undergone a, some kind of change as well as you've undergone that change. So then you're both at different places in your life. So you already have that connection, but where it might've been the rough waters beforehand, now it's definitely a lot calmer and for whatever reason you come back together and it works um I often find it very difficult to pe give people second chances um but I am definitely okay being a loner and um for me that judgment card probably would have rang real true about my own personality uh, I don't see that in you so I do see you being able to give people a second chance as long as they haven't totally screwed you over so that's also something just to be aware of um how are you feeling so far Good. Okay. All right. So now let's go to card four. So if I'm looking at my, my setup here, card four is going to be the card directly above my, um, um, am I ready card, the 10 of wands. And this card is card 14 of the major arcana and it's the temperance card. Now I do want to just talk a little bit though about your spread. It has out of the five cards, three of them are the major arcana cards and two are going to be um, minor arcana cards. 
when I was initially getting into the tarot, um, I always wanted to pull a major arcana card. And I was like, okay, why am I never pulling these? It was very frustrating. That being said, when I pull your card of the day, you frequently get these. And that is often for me an indicator of like being on the right path. So you're doing the right things, um, which is frustrating for me because I'm always like, why am I not getting this? Why can't I be on the right path? So I think it's really good that you pulled three very strong cards for this. Not saying that the other ones aren't strong, but these are definitely very dominant uh, cards. And for me, it gives like a clear cut, like this is definitely what you should be doing as opposed to like, oh, maybe, you know, I don't know. Um, All right, so let's look at the card here, the temperance card, card 14. Um, Amelia, take a look at it. Tell me what your thoughts are. It's very angelic, kind of sharing. Uh, it reminds me of like sharing, being somewhere like light, sun is shining, things are growing. And maybe like you're enjoying something like going out to like water and you have enough to drink. The sharing is caring. Yeah, um. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to look at the card here and I'm just going to kind of describe it for you. We do have this angelic figure um, and they have one foot on the ground and one foot in the water. They do have two cups, one in each hand, and it looks like they're pouring, it looks like water from one cup to another. It is some kind of winged creature, so they do have their wings out. They do have a halo. They're wearing a white gown, Um, and in the background, you see, I would interpret that as a sun. Um, Mm -hmm. It looks potentially like the sun is setting, but I'm just going based off of its location in the card being towards the left-hand side. It could be rising. Um, So the temperance card. This card in your spread is supposed to signify the characteristics of your relationship. So we've already talked about like, are you ready? What is this person going to be like? How are you going to meet them? Now let's talk about what the relationship actually looks like. And um, I know you know this song, but there's a very famous song by Miss Paul Abdul called Opposites Attract. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's what I think you should focus on. So when I was talking before about like going outside of what you normally look for, that's again, presenting itself right here. So, um, and they're going to be complementary opposites, not like you're trying to stop drinking and this person is an alcoholic, not like that. Um, but they're going to be complementary opposites where they just somehow work, um, and they're going to work together. And it's one of those, there's a balance there and there's a harmony there, like the yin and the yang. So that's going to be someone that you're looking for. And I think a lot of times we get so stuck, especially, I think this is especially when we're younger and it's like, I have a type. And then, yeah. yeah, And then when you get older, it's kind of like, my type is just somebody that I like or I can have a conversation with or who makes me laugh or, and it focuses less on like a checklist. Um, Yeah. It's, it's like that Backstreet Boys song. (laughs) I don't care who you are, where you're from. Well, I mean, also, I do kind of care, though, what you did. Um, (laughs) That being said, I wouldn't date Ted Bundy. Maybe I would. Um, (laughs) So um, I have down here, like, two opposites who complete each other. So looking for someone different from you um, and that you would normally not gravitate towards. And that would be a characteristic of your relationship. So they're going to kind of push you to expand outside of your comfort zone and then you would push them to expand outside of their comfort zone but still knowing that there's the security there in that duo and that twosome and so that's kind of going to be a big characteristic but that being said it can also be kind of construed sometimes as not being super positive maybe being a little bit like scary of I don't want to go outside my comfort zone and 
what do we have in common? We don't have anything in common. So what are we even going to be talking about? Or what are we going to be able to do if he likes this and I like something totally different? Um, and I think that being said is there's a lot of focus, especially now and especially before in like having all of these traits portrayed in one person. And I think the reality mm-hmm. is knowing that yes. you're not going to find everything in one person. You know, it takes a village to raise a child, but that also so to, you know, survive. And I subscribe to the school of thought that I get a lot of different aspects of my life fulfilled by a lot of different people. And I don't kind of put it all in one person. That's not fair to them. And that's certainly not fair to me. That's setting everybody up for um, being miserable and sad. Um, so I said, don't believe in your type. And then also listen to your gut. Um and not listen to your gut in the sense of like, oh, that's not normally what you would go for. But if there's a red flag there, you, you know, there's a red flag there. Yes. But you're, I think sometimes, you know, your brain and your heart kind of can um, conflict in what they're looking for and what they're saying that you should want. And I would say just go with your gut there, which is not either your brain or your heart. It's kind of that women's intuition if yes. you want to go there. And like that will help you know. I can say from my own personal experience, when you know, you know, right? Um, exactly. And, and people are always saying to me or did say to me, like, why would you do this? Why would you do that? And it's like, there is no answer. I just knew it was right. Yeah, that's very true. Um, so, and I also said that, you know, both of you are going to be at this great time to be set up for a relationship. And you're going to want to go and pursue those new situations together because you're going to have that comfort in the two of you. All right, so we've come to the last card here in our reading, and that's our number five card. If I'm looking at my spread, it's going to be the card right below my um, Are You Ready card. So this is right underneath the Ten of Wands. It's another major arcana card, and I actually just talked about this in the podcast this past week. It is the Death card, so it's the number 13 card. Um Amelia, take a look at this. I know I've asked you about this before, but take a look at it. Tell me what your thoughts are here. Well, knowing the context in which you pulled this, um, you know, my, my thoughts when I see it, I just read death and see darkness. But I think in my mind, I'm because this is a relationship read, I'm reading, reading it as like, hopefully the next person that I find will be somebody I'm with until death. That's how I interpret it. I love that. That's so optimistic. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what? It really is. I'm going to hold out hope. I'm a hopeless romantic. And I'm not saying that it's not that. So, okay, let's talk about what the card looks like. Um, it's the number 13 card. You've got this skeleton clad in armor on a horse. Um, and he's standing over what looks like a king who's laying on the ground. And there's a child and this looks like young woman in the left or the bottom right-hand corner. And the horse is right in front of what looks like, I would say, a bishop. Um, there's some water in the background and it looks like a sun is rising. That's just to me in the background on the right hand side towards the middle. Um, and the skeleton figure is holding a flag. Okay. So that's what the card looks like. We all know what it looks like now, but what does it mean in this spread card? That card number five is talking about the potential of your relationship. I'm not going to lie. So when I was going through the spread and the different cards and what they meant, and I saw that this said potential of the relationship and it was the death card, I was kind of like, ooh, that doesn't necessarily <laughs> bode well for you. But, but then I was like, okay, let's get over that and kind of delve a little bit deeper into this. And what is it actually saying here? Um, so the way I interpreted it for you is the end of singledom. And so I'm saying that in terms of the potential of your relationship, this could be your final bit of being single before pursuing something else. 
I'm also saying it's getting rid of and letting go away all of the baggage and the feelings and the the situations that have happened to you in the past and realizing that you can't take that with you into the new relationship. Definitely. Which also I think happens a lot of times with people, right? You're always kind of punishing your your next partner for your last partner, which isn't fair obviously to anybody. Um so I said that that's what how I interpreted this. I said I also would uh say that if I in a relationship, if I am with somebody um and this person is so fixated on being in a couple, right? Because they're not going to be necessarily super comfortable in being alone. Just be really careful not to lose your own self-identity because I think a lot of times then I becomes we. And there's nothing wrong with being a we sometimes. Um, I think I could definitely learn from that because I am always like an I. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> unless I'm talking about my dog. So <laughs> I said, you know, careful not to lose your identity. I could say this could be the, the death of self-identification because of kind of getting wrapped up in that. And I think a lot of times that kind of goes hand in hand with the honeymoon period of like there's this obsession this obsession and this obsessive quality of having a new relationship that you just want to be around this person all the time and you just kind of let everybody else fall by the wayside. So please don't let that happen to me. Um, I said there is a potential to be different from past relationships. So it's growing, it's changing. This person shouldn't be held um, accountable or be judged based on things that have happened in the past. And it's just a letting go of old habits, obsessions, past relationship failures. So I'm saying that in terms of your next relationship, I would say it's very successful if you can do that. I know easier said than done, right? I feel like I make an active effort to try to let like past things go, but you know, it really is like an everyday kind of thing. Cause it's hard to get rid of those like traits you've had, but you know, I love the interpretation that you have of it because it really does make it seem like a new beginning. I just, you know, and I think that there's sometimes we always go in with the best intentions, right? But then if that person does one thing that reminds you of the person that you the last person you were with, it's like, you're oh, done. Yeah, yeah, you're immediately you down a rabbit go. hole. And then it's like, give me your phone. Yeah. I need your security password. And I have to Ew, put you away. No, I would never. <laughs> I've learned do not do that. Just don't look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't do that. It's really not good. Um, so if I'm going to give you an overall consensus here of, of what my thoughts are on your relationship reading, I'd say that you're definitely ready to be in a relationship. You definitely have a very independent personality. And And I think that that's very attractive. I'm just talking about for me. Um, (laughs) Thank you. Um, But I would say just kind of look outside of what you're normally doing and saying, not necessarily like, how can I do the opposite? Don't like walk down dark alleyways at night. But like, (laughs) where, what are some new places I should be going where I'm going to attract the type of person I know I would already have something in common with, but it's not going to be something that I have in common with the people that I used to meet. Right. So for me, um, I always would go to karaoke nights because I knew that immediately whoever's going to be there is going to have an interest in that. And not that I'm like the best singer in the world because I'm not. Oh um, my God, stop it right now. <laughs> Take it back. But but I knew that we'd already have that interest and then they wouldn't ever be intimidated by any kind of over-the-top dramatics that would ensue with me. because So that's how I always knew that those people would be okay with my personality type and literally the only thing they've done, I haven't even had a conversation with them is they've just shown up at a karaoke night. Right. (laughs) So, and I'm not saying that you have to do that. And I also hate story time. So I'm really sorry. I just went off on this personal (laughs) tangent here. Um, but just making sure that you're kind of looking outside the box, looking for somebody that maybe you wouldn't 
normally gravitate towards. I can say that a major color that seemed to come up in a lot of your cards was yellow. Um, so I, I know. I don't know if I it's feel a like it's a sim- sign. I don't know if it's us. a blonde or yeah. an, it's definitely not me, unfortunately. <laughs> wait, oh wait, <laughs> yeah. wait. <laughs> um, but I would say you know just and and also don't look. Don't purposely look unless you're going to be doing something like an online dating where it's like, I'm not going to just take everybody, right? I'm being purposeful in what I'm doing um, as opposed to just being like, sure, I'll just go, whatever. Um, (laughs) All right. So, Amelia, do you have any last questions or what are your overall thoughts of the reading? How do you feel about it? You know, I really appreciate when you pull my cards because it seems to always have a positive kind of look too. Of course, you say like there definitely could be negative things because we know life is like about positive and negative. Everything works together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I like how I feel like optimistic. You know, there's nobody I have in mind. So everyone rest assured, <laughs> I'm still single. Um, but, you know, like it's good. It It's good to have like feel like you know a little bit of the path even though you have no idea what could actually happen it feels good to have like a little guidance and I would also say just make sure that if you are going to get a reading from someone or you're doing a reading for yourself to stay away from being too specific Um, a lot of times I find that that kind of constricts you from opening your eyes and just being open to any possibilities. Um, I purposely never try to be super specific. Like they're going to be this height and this weight and this eye color. And because then it's like, you're only looking out for that. And then you're setting yourself up potentially for disappointment. So, um, I always try to keep my interpretations very loose because then you, Amelia, can take any of the things that I said and interpret them your own way. Um, and hopefully these will be jogged in your memory if you are going out and you're meeting somebody new and you wouldn't be like, oh, I couldn't talk to this person because they're not X, Y, Z. They're not blonde. And, you know, you I, I totally, when I look at the cards too, I have these different interpretations. Some of them I like have to keep to myself because it almost like reminds me of something like very personal that mm-hmm. I don't want to like really like talk about. So I just like, oh, okay. I just think it in my head and like keep it. But like, it's great to have the other, um, like your opinion and because you do know me. And I do love that you have a personal connection to the cards. Cause I think that's so important. A lot of times people just look at it and kind of shrug their shoulders. They're like, oh, okay. But it's like, what does this mean to you? And then you can take any kind of interpretation and take it and put it back to your own personal meaning for it. And then come up with your own definition of it. And again, these will always change. So we could do this, this reading in a week, you could pull the same yes. cards and it could be totally mm-hmm. different. Yes. Um, so it's always changing. We're always, you know, evolving river's always flowing. Um, Amelia, thank you so much for being here today, being my first reading that we're going to put on the podcast. Um, You can listen to me and Brandon every Tuesday on the Terrible Podcast, and you can follow us on Instagram, and then you can also follow me on Instagram. I'm at Little Cricket Shivers. Thanks, Amelia. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. Comedy LOL Podcast Network.